Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 ah, yeah. Hmm. Welcome to Sync Floyd, the only podcast where we watch every film ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and Queens, I hope there's some grown women in the audience, because I'm bringing to the stage James Barron. <laughs> well, hello. It's me. I, can't, I don't, I like, oh, I can't, I don't know how to live up to that kind of intro. Holy shit. Hey, that's right. I don't think he even did the characters when they were getting those intros. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Shout out to all the Queens. <laughs> In, in the audience all our, all our listening queens uh, Mate. we're here to do two things yeah tell you you're beautiful and talk to you about how the film the 2015 film magic mike xxl yes syncs with pink floyd's dark side of the moon that's right that's what we're doing this this fine sunday morning <laughs> yeah. quite early on a sunday morning yeah it's fucking freezing cold here in Christchurch it's four degrees this morning Whoa! and I am yeah I'm wrapped up warm and just ready to talk about some male stripping and <laughs> yeah I'm, you're I'm wearing pi- more clothes to talk about men taking off their clothes well yeah it's true I've, I'm like I'm pilot I'm like strip off as the podcast goes on <laughs> I'll let the listeners imagine that it's yeah like, yeah I'm in like very I'm in sequined uh underwear by the end of the yeah. show that's the dream Oh um, my goodness. Possibly not. <laughs> hey James, how did you find this film? Hey, Gareth. Um, yeah. I didn't love it. it was... You didn't love it? No, it was, it's, it's a film that I've watched, but uh, there was, uh, yeah, it's, it, there's a semblance of a plot. Things sort of happen mm. to characters in the film, but there's not a lot going on, really. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it... we sort of joked last week about it being a fantasy film which was just the lead up for magical mike but it sort of is it's like a bunch of brothers going on a quest and they need like a great powerful one to join them that's true so they invite magic magical mike along Mm. Um, he's he's a real gandalf figure to the group yes (laughs) yeah because you can see that he left he you know battled the balrog which was his uh furniture making business (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then returned yeah, he came back to the to the crew. Uh, so essentially, Magic Mike XXL is a road film. Yes, where oh five. Uh, yeah, I think it's five. Yeah, yeah, five, five, five male entertainers, five young impressionable boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, are do- doing one. F- well, they're not young. They're like old. They're old yeah, male they're strippers. Too old for it. And they're, yeah, yeah, they're getting too old for it. And they're like, one final hurrah is the plan, yeah. right? They're going on a holiday to the convention, which is... <laughs> the stripping convention. Yeah, the stripping convention, uh, yeah, which they're all really excited about. It's like one yeah. final thing that they're going to do. And I assume that that's like, and that's what happens in the movie, but like, I assume <laughs> that that's like, it all, that's it for them. This is the, this is it. It's like yeah. their big hurrah at the end, which is cool. Like, yeah. It's, they sort of set the goal, and then there isn't really much adversity that, that no. they face, and then they achieve the goal. <laughs> and the goal's so, like, it's not like there was a competition or anything, it's just they want no. to go to the stripping convention, which they weren't booked for, it turns no. out. No, oh yeah, that, that bothered me. It is <laughs> like, um, yeah, it is, I guess, 
it's framed in the same kind of way that a, like a competition would be like a glee yeah. competition vibe where they've got to hit regionals or whatever you know <laughs> yeah. and I, I keep getting that kind of feeling throughout that like this is a very it's like a musical kind of movie mm. like yeah it's weird <laughs> but let, shall we get into it shall we dive in um, yeah okay yeah. so to to provide some context magic mike xxl is the sequel right to hmm. to the original magic mike the titular magic mike <laughs> yeah um yes who's channing tatum and so i haven't seen the og magic mike have you seen the original? no i've seen magic mike xxl twice now okay great but from what i've heard the original's kind of boring and it was kind of a letdown to a lot of the because the audience was sold like it's going to be this kind of like you know bring the gals have a, like a date have a ladies yeah. night watch yeah these hot actors and I... apparently it was quite like just a boring film about magic mike wanting to make furniture oh really he yeah. just like wants to... is that actually what it's like man that's that's kind of crazy if that's the arc of that film because yeah. like it's revealed like quite early on it, he like has gotten out of the of the stripping business right at the mm. start of magic mike xxl he's like ah, I'm, I'm gonna settle down presumably he like settles down with a nice lady that he meets stripping <laughs> yeah you know and i think he meets her in the first film yeah and then but she obviously doesn't return for this film no <laughs> quite clearly there's so yeah the, the point of this film for me that like the thing that stuck out like a sore thumb was that there's like clear budgetary constraints and also like many of the main actors of the previous film haven't returned and yeah so, and that's that is it keeps being brought up by various characters in the film like they i don't shy away from it so much no it's really sort of, strangely yeah <laughs> i think it is because this main actor was matthew mcconaughey who in yes. between magic mike and magic mike 2 won an oscar and had to up his price oh uh, right so okay. they were just like no we don't need you but they clearly do, because every character's like, hey, where's, where's Matthew McConaughey? Where's this guy? He was, like, what you were all about. And, yeah, yeah he's just not there. And they're like, no, he left. He took the kid, which is yeah. <laughs> mentioned. All right, we, we got to, I'm like, we're jumping all over the show. We need, <laughs> we need to go in. Okay. Go in properly. Yeah, so going into this movie, I basically know nothing about Magic Mike, other than I know it's about male entertainment slash yeah. stripping thing. Yep, and and Channing Tatum's in it, and yeah, that's pretty much all I know. Needless to say, I'm clearly the target demo for this movie <laughs> as a straight man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's such a bro movie. All the dialogue... It kind of is, yeah. ...is like an Entourage episode or something. Yeah, actually. It's very much like a sort of like a buddy movie. It's a road yeah. trip buddy film where like these dudes are just looking out for each other it's like very positive like mental health message throughout the movie <laughs> yeah. actually but and anyway. like they quote oprah and none of them really give each other any like business for it they're kind of like yeah uh, actually we'll, we'll break we'll dive straight into it like okay there's a big kind of feminist message in this movie where like they're the reason they want to strip is because they want to make women smile and feel yeah. better about themselves and there's a full like monologue about like how these women don't have their men to listen to them so these strippers do listen to them and they give them what they want and it's like kind of inspiring until you realize they're still like living in this world where they believe that women need men to make them feel okay like yeah that these women can't do it for themselves yeah that is that is sort of where they're coming from <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's a that makes me feel less good about the message <laughs> of the movie <clears throat> but yeah they're like 
Are you, we gotta we gotta start at the start, okay? Yeah. We gotta, we gotta dive into these sinks, okay? So we're, we're beating so much around the bush here. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got heartbeats, right? At the start of the the album, Dark Side yeah. of the Moon. Remember that? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Channing, Channing's like sitting on like a beach swing, <laughs> mm. just feeling some feelings, and then he goes to work at his um, uh, moving company, which is like yeah. it's it's his name. It's like Mike something moving. Yeah, I think it's his furniture company. Like, they okay. make the furniture and deliver Oh, he it. makes it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that was his big dream. Oh, well, good on him. Fair enough. Yeah. I could see how that would be boring as, the, like, the, the end result of the last movie. <laughs> yeah. But there's just, like, stripping sort of, like, a an extra... Like, just happening in the background. <laughs> Someone in marketing was like, well, we need to sell this, like, hunky furniture guy movie. Let's just yeah. tell people they're stripping. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So I'm already getting subtitles for a different song over over Breathe, which has happened before with, like, different uh, musical things that we've had. Yeah. And, th- yeah, that's it's pretty bizarre having that. And that happens a lot more than I've, we've ever had before. There are a lot of musical features mm. in this movie. I'm not sure of the track playing at the moment, but anyway. We, we're giving Breathe. Yeah. I actually didn't have subtitles on for this part. I forgot to switch them on, and it was like... I forgot that... I was like, man, this film starts so artsy. It's just Channing Tatum having a silent phone conversation. (laughs) Which really worked really well for Breathe. Like, there's a slow zoom, and I'm getting... Yeah. What he thinks is bad news, that Matthew McConaughey's died. Yeah. Like, he's, like, a a major player in the previous film who's just, like, come... He gets a call from someone called Tarzan. (laughs) Yeah. Which is excellent. Um, and yeah, he's, he finds out that Del- Dallas is gone. He's like, Dallas is gone, man. And that's, it all sounds like code. Yeah. Which which I'm into. It's like <laughs> the, the secret stripper code, which I like. Were you kind of thinking like, maybe this is like some sort of post-apocalyptic, like secret agent movie. And then like <laughs> the whole city of Dallas is gone. We need you back. Oh, wow. I, I like that angle for sure. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I, I wasn't reading into that at the time, but I kind of want that to be real. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> it's like the way they dance is someone else's like sleeper cell awakening. Like they have to watch Magic Mike grind and they're like, oh, my mission. Yeah, man. He's always, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive stuff. <laughs> my mission, their sleeper agents awakened by it, yeah. It's suddenly awakened and they're like, I found my true purpose. was to dance all along. Uh, yeah. So anyway, he goes, in, he goes like in a full suit to where uh tarzan tells him to go because he thinks yeah. that it's like awake but it's just like a big pool party it's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty great and they, they yeah, all laugh a girl running around in a helmet yes like, jumping oh, into the pool. oh i want to talk about her so yeah we've got swimsuit bike helmet girl who is <laughs> yeah. just running around um she like she's running around at the party where there's context but later when they're all having like a serious conversation she just like is running around in the, in this shot as well it's yeah like just she, like headbutting random guys yeah it's like she escaped the previous shot <laughs> <laughs> she's untethered by the rules of film yeah i'm a big fan of her she's got some yeah. chaotic energy which i i like a lot very hotline miami <laughs> which i approve. Should, would she listen to pink floyd or would she be into uh, like Hard no trance hard trance for sure just like in, in throbbing bass <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's never not been in a club i think the world is a club <laughs> for her it's just yeah she wherever she goes inside that bike helmet it's just doof, doof, doof. yeah yeah 
She's got a bunch of like small ant friends who are just like vibing away. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> but yes, uh, before before we get before we really uh, see this uh, swimsuit bike helmet girl, we get uh, Joe Manganiello. Manganiello is that how do you say that actor's name? Ooh, I don't know. His character is one of the only characters I picked up the name for because his character's name is Big Dick Richie. Big Dick Richie. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that it's a, a good name. I really like this actor. Um, yeah, I've seen him like multiple times. He's he's a, he's a big fan of um, D <laughs> and D. Really? So, and so yes, and so a classic nerd like me um, is, is a big fan of him as well. He's a good <laughs> Just recognizing act- game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's he's a yeah he's a, a huge like built guy to be yeah. in this in this movie, but he's also like a big nerd, which is cool. Cool. Yeah, but he picks up. Uh, mike and fully nude <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and just jumps into the into the pool with him which is great <laughs> yeah what a power play what a way to introduce this character who i guess <clears throat> we should know already but still i us. suppose so but yeah this is the thing about <laughs> he i guess has an arc throughout this movie <laughs> but he seems pretty content here at the start he's doing yeah. all right um, this but, is his whole thing because I guess we might as well get into it now. Sure. That's the most broy like oh thing God. about this film. It's, it's it's a ridiculous problem that he is facing. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's yeah. His uh, we're gonna we're gonna say it. His uh, yeah. You. His his dick's too big. He can't <laughs> yeah. he can't find a lady who will will accept him <laughs> for yeah. his enormous penis, which. <laughs> and and he's very sad about that yeah he can't find he can't have have a relationship that lasts very long because his damn penis is in the way (laughs) (laughs) that's got to be frustrating yeah so i I can yeah the poor guy but it's a ridiculous problem and it's it's joked about a lot but um yeah that's that's part of his arc and we're gonna see that play out yeah Anyway, he is um, the only character who gets a resolved arc, though. It's so true. <laughs> we enjoy him. I guess so. Yeah, no one else. Re- well, I guess Mike kind of. He like uh, he makes like I he makes really a decision. Know. But anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, there's some kind of convention going on that they that the crew want him to be part of. Yeah, it's his old stripper the stripper crew. convention. Yes, yes. They're they're all excited for him to be back, and then he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I've got my business and like. I'm out, guys. You know. About, yeah. Yeah. It's been three years, which is the length of time between Magic Mike and Magic Mike XXL's release. Yeah. So that's canon inside the universe, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. So they want him back, and he's like, "Nah, I can't really." They're, they're all like catching up a little bit, and mm. then yeah, we move on to he's like running a business and we find out later he's got one employee and he can't play pay the um health insurance yeah this one employee which is pretty rough um it seems like something they would have left over from like the sad original magic mike one they're like oh the economy's so tough on this furniture maker yeah like it's just rolling over like continuing from the the film that we haven't watched (laughs) oh no I hope there's not a lot of that, because, like, a lot of these characters, I guess we are supposed to know all of them, but they're all sort of, like, quite content in what they're doing, and they have dreams yeah. about other stuff that they want to do, but it's like, I don't know. It, it feels very end of the world, end of the, ro- end of the run, kind of, yeah. for all of these characters, and it's quite bittersweet, really. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's um, kind of lovely. Yeah. But anyway, he's Mike's making some furniture. He sends his employee home. He's like, I'll finish this up. It's all good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. The, the clocks um, and Dark Side of the Moon, which, just a reminder, we are listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, we, we watch yeah, yeah, I haven't been mentioning it up until this point. We're playing now. We've got... Um, yeah, the clocks start up like we're at the end of on the run, so going yeah. into into time. Yeah, the clocks all go off while he's like doing some work or something. Yeah, they kind of like tell him it's time to start welding. Yeah, it's, it's welding time. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's got all like these. Uh, he's doing some very manly stuff. Basically, this is a glamour shot for him to show off his muscles and things. You know, yeah. he starts. He... <laughs> I've got one of my notes that I've written here. Um, oh no, on the, he's listening to Spotify, there's a really big Spotify ad placement here where it's like, you're listening to the golden age of hip-hop only on Spotify. Which, does Spotify do that? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think they have ad indents like that. I could be wrong because I pay for Spotify. Maybe if you don't pay for it, it'll do that. I've only got free Spotify, but all I get is like subway ads constantly yeah that's frustrating yeah yeah because everyone's have eaten all that subway oh <laughs> maybe too carby to listen to the golden age of hip-hop then yeah i would only ever go to subway to get a sprite gareth as since we're <laughs> sponsored by by sprite it's the only uh, reason yes. i would go there i feel like Cap- that's actually a true thing about you i think when we used to live opposite that subway you'd only get sprites there yeah it's true yeah. oh yeah oh that was such a dangerous time in my life the temptation yeah. God damn. Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, so time's starting up as... Uh, uh, one, yeah, my note here is time is starting up as Channing stops grinding to start grinding. Because <laughs> he's grinding away at some metal, and then he just starts... Pony comes on the radio. Yeah. But we can't hear it. But I'm getting the lyrics to Pony. I recognize them instantly as a, <laughs> yeah. fa- as a fan of the song. And yeah, oh, yeah. And Channing's a big fan as well. He starts doing a bizarre, like, stool dance... <laughs> He's balancing on top of a stool, but he's loving it. He's just have grooving away. The um, yeah, it's in his blood. This dancing, you know, he's mm. really he he really loves doing it, and he recognizes that in this moment. And then um, yeah, he's like, man, I've got to get back with the boys. I've got to go on this trip that they're excited <laughs> about. You know, how did you find the dance sync with the song? Did it sync well for you? really no not not in this instance i feel like later on there were better sync ups yeah it felt a bit like you know if you were at an artsy pink floyd show where they brought out dancers it'd be kind of like they're bringing one energy but it's like fighting the energy of the song yeah i i don't know if they would have dancers in a pink floyd (laughs) song it's not really like their vibe it's very like when i think of pink floyd i imagine like a live performance with like a bunch of like weird pyrotechnics or something like Mm. or strange imagery (laughs) And then, like, a man behind, like, 50 keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I imagine. Yeah. No yeah. Channing Tatum spinning around on a stool. No, I don't... Well, he could be there, but he's just doing it in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he brings his own stool. Yeah. But, well, like, he sits through most of, like, some songs, but the ones he really loves, he just starts doing his stool dance. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. There yeah. is, um, like, a welding his welding sparks go off when he's like, there's a certain guitar, like little kind of thing that like, oh, yeah, a little, off that. A little guitar trill. I have that note as well. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, he's, he's loving it. And he, he makes hmm. the call. He, he goes back to the boys. He, there's a Froyo van. 
Yeah. yeah. So Gabriel Iglesias and I don't know the other actor's name. I only know. Well, let's Gabriel. call him Broyo. Okay. Br- guy. Sure. Broyo and Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they're they're in business together, and the day and their day job is selling fro- frozen yogurt out of this van. Artisanal frozen yogurt. Oh yeah, they they get really in the weeds about all the different flavors <laughs> yeah. and stuff that they're ta- that they're selling, and it's all they're really into it, which I'm which is cool. Like having your own yeah. business. I don't think it's that interesting to be in this movie, but it sure <laughs> is talked about a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do, I want to know, I do like their, like, sign writing that they've got on mm. the side of the van, because it's just both of their faces and they're looking so stoked. I really, I like that a lot. <laughs> the whole yeah. van thing reminds me a lot of the movie uh, Chef. Have you seen that? No, is that any good? It's pretty good, yeah. It, they, okay. it, that's another kind of, like, road trip movie, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's, I would say it's structured better than, than this movie, because it's about, like, a... a dad getting in touch with his uh his kid and like figuring out why he loves like doing what he does he's a he's a he's a chef obviously he's the titular chef Garrett. whoa (laughs) and and yeah he he like re he re-figures out uh why he loves cooking and also reconnects with his family yeah it's a good way magical mike refigures out why he likes cooking his dance moves that's true and reconnects with his family of bros he definitely does reconnect with his family of bros and that yeah that is what happens in uh in a in a food truck road trip it's yeah. like guaranteed i think at this point that's two for two anyway i think chef came out like a year before magic mike xxl so maybe they did like see it and be like oh got it yeah let's put yeah, it in a food let's truck. do that that's what's missing <clears throat> but yeah the other dialogue that's happening in this uh froyo van is they're just debating various boy band histories. They're getting yeah. really in the weeds between, uh, like, NSYNC and um, Backstreet, Boys, Backstreet Boys. Mixing it up. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Because, yes, uh, what's his name? Oh, Justin Timberlake was in NSYNC. Yeah, but they think he was in Backstreet Boys, but they confused him with someone else. I love that they know so much about them, and then again, the bros aren't judging. They're just like, yeah, Backstreet Boys rule. Yeah, they know, well, I imagine they dance to Backstreet Boys and, like, and in sync as well. This is sort of their craft, right? They know, yeah. so they know all this history. <laughs> Both bands notoriously, like, uh, like have very good choreographed dance sequences as part of mm. their music. That was, like, the whole boy band thing. So I imagine there's a fair bit of crossover. And I think the Backstreet Boys are from Florida, so there's probably like a Florida pride as well. Oh, right, yeah. Because, yeah, the whole thing at the moment, they're in Tampa Bay, Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is the whole movie set in Florida? Like, they, they... No, because they go to Georgia, isn't it? Is it? There's someone, yeah, with... there's someone with a beach. Myrtle Beach is where they go, but I don't know, yeah. where, they... I don't know where that is geographically. I've not heard of it before. I think when they end up in the spooky house, they're in Georgia. Okay. Or Atlanta. All right, sweet. I, d- I guess, the, yeah, it's a cross-country cross, cross country road trip then. Yeah, cool. they're going across the Florida-Georgia line. Yeah. Cross Shout out to all bro country music. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've right. got the other bros in this band as well. So we've yes. got, um, yeah, Big Dick Richie. Big Dick Richie. Who is his actual character name again. Yeah. Just a reminder. Joe Manganiello. Manganiello. I think yeah, it's Manganiello. Yeah, we've got Bro-Yo. Yep. Gabriel Iglesias. Yep. We've essentially... We've got Tarzan, who's essentially Dog the Bounty Hunter. He is, yes. Tarzan is a very old stripper. And yeah. 
it's a plot point from i think the previous movie that his knees don't bend <laughs> or like he's got very <laughs> he's got very bad knees and um yeah. because he, he's it's said that he can't dance anymore and like he's he's trying to look after himself yeah and that's yeah he doesn't really do any kind of strenuous dancing throughout the whole movie but um yeah he's he's very old and like quite stoic yeah yeah he brings a good and energy then... Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was probably one of my favourite characters. Yeah. In fact, he probably was my favourite character, because I thought uh, Richie was, you know, very good looking, and yes. like, I like the actor, yes. but he was also the worst. Yeah, so. it's true. Yeah. His, yeah, his whole story, not so good. Yeah. I like I like some other characters, but they haven't been introduced yet, so yeah. we're going to move uh, on. Who else is throwing it up for them? There's essentially Anthony from Queer Eye, but like, yes. he was yes. terrible. <laughs> Yeah, his character's Ken. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He's very he's very Ken doll esque. If it's not yeah. his like actual name, then yeah, he's like um, yeah, he's the pretty boy one of them. You yeah, know? he's yeah. really into like mystics, mysticism and stuff. Yes, he's a, which again the fantasy kind of side to it. Yeah, well, yeah, he's the healer. <laughs> he's the healer yeah, of the he's group. A healer. Yeah, very true. Level uh, three, he says that he is. <laughs> yeah. Which I like a lot. Yeah, I bet that was Joe who gave him that line. Like, bro, you want to be a level three healer? <laughs> That's I where you get the you best. Up. You get the best spells. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Uh, I've actually got a sink, Gareth. Whoa! I know. So there's a good sink where the the van's driving down the road. They cut to like an above shot of the of the um, van driving down the road, and that sinks with going into money. And I'm like, oh my god. I, re- I oh. remember that we're doing, like, we're, we're actually trying to do some science here. So that's the very first sink of the film, and it's probably about, like, 25 minutes in. Yeah. 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 Annoyingly um, throughout... Uh, no, no, this is still time, not in money. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah. annoying, annoyingly, the lyric um, money comes up a lot in the song that's appearing on screen, but we're listening to time as well. Yeah. They're talking a lot about making money and doing all kinds of stuff in the song. Mm. But yeah, they were getting some just like some dialogue in the van. Uh, Mike won't get off his phone. And so. But he's like, as far as people on his phone, he's like still talking to them. He's just like sending a couple texts. Yeah, he's still trying to run his business <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while going on this like unscheduled road trip. Presumably, his yeah. one employee is just running the whole business <laughs> while he's Without gone. Healthcare. Yeah, and then um, uh, Big Dick Richie throws his phone out the window in some kind of mm. like spiteful move because he's not here, man. He's not in the thick of it with the other boys, you know? Yeah. He tosses it out the window. It just ruins a perfectly good iPhone. They do a lot of littering in this film because then, yeah, oh, yeah. Magic Mike throws um, Dog the Bounty Hunter's phone out of the window. Really? I didn't well, catch... yeah. Well, he tries to throw Richie's phone out, but then it turned out it was... Um, oh, yes, he Tarzan throws the wrong the phone out in, in yeah. retaliation. So, and yeah. then later, when they find their cause, they're all throwing their old costumes out the window. Yeah, but people shouldn't do this. If you're driving no. down the highway, don't fucking just toss stuff out the window. It's <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Imagine we are driving behind them and we get hit by, like, a fireman outfit. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> this highway is full of ghost firemen. Yeah. <laughs> the great fire ravaged this highway. <laughs> Years ago. And they, they still haunt it. Yes. 
It's, uh, it's, it's a sad and scary time. Yeah. <laughs> so the bros end up at a, a drag bar. Yes. I don't know if yeah. it, is it a drag bar? It just seems to be like a, a dive bar where there's a drag performance happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But there's a, there's a big stage anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't catch the um, drag name of this performer, but I'm pretty sure they're a real drag performer. Oh, cool. I was going to ask, yeah, because it felt like they wrote that role to maybe get, like, someone from Drag Race in, but they... And again, they might have, but it wasn't anyone I knew. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't know who they were, but they, they were doing a good job um, just getting the crowd hyped up. There was quite a yeah. decent crowd here. It seems that they're sort of in the middle of nowhere, but... Um, yeah, yeah, in the south as well. Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's this drag performance popping off. Um, but yeah, they used this as an opportunity to like kind of take over the show and just like, which yeah. I thought was kind of rude. Like if you're it's a, a professional icky, yeah. duck, she's like asking up, trying to get these like, uh, like in the closet, uh, guys up. She's like, if yeah. anyone wants to like come up and have a dance that can, you know, it's like a very inclusive thing that she's trying to do. And then yeah. all these like six professional dancers get up on stage. I feel like, like they're literally taking up queer spaces. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit rude. Yeah, heck yeah. And they're not even as good. Like the first two, um, like young kind of people to go up who aren't professionals are amazing at voguing. Yeah, they're voguing their asses off. And like yeah, in and the magic mic's pretty good. Yeah, that's true. And the rest suck. Yeah, they just sort of get up and do something, and then yeah, and then and then um the whole point was that she was going to give give away like hundred dollar bills because she had like yeah. a, cu- a couple of those and was like yeah I'll hand them out to anyone that comes up. Which you know? again, these young queer people in the deep south would need. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's got to be rough out there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, the the oh. boys managed to snag a little bit of extra money through this stunt, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and then they move on. And they well, cheat, because Gabriel Iglesias has brought his, his own, like, fancy floral stuff. Yeah, he's, like, comes out, like, what, Carmen Miranda, is that what he's doing? He's got all the, like, fruit on his head. Yeah. You know? He's doing, grooving away. Um, yeah. And he's usually the MC of the, of yeah. the crew. Which is, yeah. But anyway. Uh, they do hit it off with this drag queen, because later on they are all on the beach together. Mm. Just, like, chilling and talking about the future. Yeah, this is when they get deep into the artisanal frozen yogurt. Yes. Also, and then money um, starts. Oh, sorry. No, I, also just that uh, Great Gig in the Sky was the <laughs> was the performance oh, yeah. over the, over the drag performance, which had sort of a sad tint to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all talking about yeah they're deep in the frozen yogurt, uh, knee deep in frozen yogurt talk, <laughs> and. Um, one of my one of my favorite lines is spoken here because they're discussing like business strategies and someone says you know low overhead high revenue shit <laughs> which is great that's just what they're what they're wanting you know as someone who like knows a lot more about economist d stuff <laughs> yes. are these guys good at business uh, I feel like some of them have some like okay ideas later on like, yeah my very next note is that the the condiment uh, idea that Joe Manganiello comes up with, Big Dick Richie. Um, yeah. That it turns out that that's already a thing, but that is a good idea. That's a good yeah. like business strategy, and like yeah, he could still do it. He could still yeah, like exactly. sell it. No, it doesn't matter that like I guess he wanted to like patent it, but yeah, I think that still would be a good business model. Yeah, I reckon he should still do it. Yeah. 
and yeah the froyo van thing seems to be doing quite well i i think that it would like be popping off back in florida like yeah there'd be a market for that yeah or if we took it to like austin or something yeah especially if they're traveling the the country chef style (laughs) like giving out frozen yogurts to people that'd be great and if he like brings a bit of his like dance passion to it like yeah like if he's like boogieing around serving people froyo while uh, Gabriel Glacius is DJing, that'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd oh, be a, like yeah Saturday market for me. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I don't think also, me having any <laughs> business knowledge or like economist knowledge has anything to do with me liking these ideas. For the record, but okay. <laughs> but I think they're, I think they're really good. I think it'll be fine. Because people do listen to the show for money advice, primarily. Primarily. Yes. Yeah. They also that now that we're they're all talking about money, money has started up, mm. which is good. Like they're they're all talking about their day jobs and how they want to like get rich or like what they're going to do after this convention, presumably. Yeah. But yeah, they I talk a lot about the first Monday back. Yeah, they're all like very much wanting to. They're slaves to money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is what which is what Pink Floyd has profited. They're saying, you know? And exactly when Richie says condiments, you hear the, like, cha-ching of a cash register. Yeah. Which is very I, good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah, they're all, they're all, like, trying to work it out. Um, yeah. Also, so, that something happens here. They're all, like, punking each other, like, messing around, talking about this stuff. Ma- Does Magic Mike get hit in the nuts here? Yeah, so, so fake he- Anthony from Queer Eye... I think is mad at him for leaving the crew. Yeah, someone like sacks him, or I think yeah. it's what it's called. Why do guys do this? I just, this is just a note for me. I think this is a weird thing that I've yeah. seen happen. I've never had it happen to me, thankfully. But no, I, it, it's horrible. <laughs> like it's yeah. some kind of weird like power move that guys do. I don't know. I think. Well, it's... I think in this film, it's like I know you're mad at me for leaving the crew and betraying you because I think he was. Um, fake Anthony from queer eyes mentor oh okay so like, he, like actually sort of... the first film might have been more um how could i put this it's like yeah again magic mike's like gandalf yeah and, and he's the um, frodo yeah exactly right so it was more from fake Anthony from queer eyes point of view but then right, obviously right. again i think a lot of this film was made to like undisappoint the people who went to the first one. Oh man so it's like it's more sexy it's more like that's goofing true around it's, it's and a... I think they, a lot like, um, man, this is a geeky way to talk about this film. A lot like in Thor Ragnarok, how they had to quickly undo a bunch of stuff that had happened in the other Thor movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, they knew that was kind of boring. So they, they had to like... quickly show that, um, like, people were still mad at Magical Mike. Yeah. They, like, deconstructed everything and, like, yeah, built these characters back up. That makes sense. If it was, if yeah. it was sort of like a reconstruction of that relationship... <laughs> I, I think it's a very crude way to go about it, but, you know. Yeah, well, because the whole, like, forgiving is, first, yeah, he gets um, sack-tapped. Yeah. And then, like, they're still mad at each other. And then the next morning, fake Anthony from Queer Eye is just like, oh, yeah, I just did some meditation, and it was really clear, and now I forgive you. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> yeah, he's, like, channeled his chakras and has realigned them, and he just, he, he apolog- does he, apo- I think he apologizes. Yeah, but, I think they both apologize. Yeah, it's just it's just the boys messing around, going a bit far. Yeah. They're fresh off this drag performance. Emotions are high. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yes, in 
uh, so Magic Mike gets sack tapped and he's like, ah, I've got to walk this off, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Which is what you have to do. Um, he stumbles into, like, some kind of, like, he just starts having a, like, nighttime pee. He's mm. just peeing on screen. I'm like, okay. Um, but he stumbles into, like, a middle of the night photo shoot with this, yeah. this, uh, blonde photographer. Um, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's flirting with this photographer while pissing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on screen i'm like is this is this good uh, is this okay again, like because this film had male screenwriters and male uh director yeah i think like it was um very like it just it shows how bro it is like mm. just like yeah you men can do both <laughs> yes also at this point i'm very confused because the i felt i thought mike had like got out and he was in like a serious relationship was like my understanding later on yeah. it's revealed that this relationship has fallen apart but it's at the moment it's quite unclear to the audience and he's just sort of like being a kind of a dick yeah um, that's so true the audience who would have been like invested in this relationship that's just waved away off screen yeah presumably would have been the... like what's going on yeah, I guess the previous relationship they couldn't get the um, the actress who played his now partner to return, yeah. and so they were like, "Well, I guess they just it just fell apart." Like much like the Dallas thing, I think they just mm. couldn't get that actor back, and so they just sort of shoehorned it that it was <laughs> that it had gone badly <laughs> for, for Mike. Yeah. I guess it like pays into why he'd be coming back to um the boys you know his like life yeah. that he thought was going to be great has sort of fallen apart and so he's returning to what he knows you know it does make it quite like yeah it gives him sort of more of an arc because now he's refining himself finding that balance i guess between the two versions of him the like businessman and the dancer yes i suppose so yeah it, it's it's sadder for sure oh yeah but um but anyway uh they're having a weird flirty discussion they're they're talking about how they're both uh, drag stars on the inside yeah which i like um like regardless of gender which i think is a positive message you can just yeah whatever like the whole point of drag is that it's like um a positive like self-confidence boosting thing right so if yeah. it's just a, a persona that you can be when that's not you and you can be this amazing powerful person you know that's what it's all mm. about and so yeah they they have these personas called dolly tits and clitoria <laughs> I think I'm saying that right. I had it yeah. muted, so I don't know yes, for sure. But um, that's what my subtitles said, so... <laughs> but yeah, pretty funny names, I thought. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Do you have a drag name in your back pocket? Oh, not off the top of my head. It's... Yeah, neither. We should really figure those out. Yeah. Right, at, do you, if the audience wants to give us drag names, I'd be all for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Just, just let us know on Twitter at SyncFloydPod. <laughs> <laughs> or, or hit us up anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. And if you can give us drag names for the members of Pink Floyd, that would oh, be amazing. Oh, incredible. Do that as well. Yeah. That's I'm aware that. we're giving them the work that we should be doing. So if you guys want to also host this podcast for us, go yeah. ahead. If, well, we've already asked, I think we asked them to do that in like episode one, where it's like <laughs> deep fakers, right? We wanted... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so it's, this is less work, if anything. Yeah. yeah um if there's any episodes you guys didn't like those were uh deep fakes those, those were all deep fakes yeah. yeah those weren't the real us that's we only <laughs> did the good ones um yeah 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 anyway they so that's all good it seems like this was less a uh, fleeting encounter you know with, with mm. some girl yeah but uh then magic mike's waking up 
in the in the back of the truck like they're all like scattered around the beach you know yeah. waking up that's pretty nice uh yeah and us and them is starting up and i think this is quite serene and pretty i wrote it's pretty close to a sink <laughs> yeah it's very thematic <laughs> yeah i was like they're just like they're all waking up and there's the soothing like uh tones of the yeah of the guitar line it's nice mm. Mm. and it's sort of like it's again um when an us but then becomes an us because um that's when fake anthony from queer eye forgives magical mike yeah yeah he gets forget, they have nice. a private conversation about that and then we get and we encounter joe mangino's big dick problem that he has <laughs> this is where he covers that he's like no woman yeah. can love me it's <laughs> like all right man <laughs> anyway and bro yo is also like he's had some sex and he's got a phone number written on his ab which is going to come in handy later oh does this come back i don't really catch what this was about well when they go to the second spooky mansion and um <laughs> in georgia yeah that's the phone number of the girl that he met. oh okay oh okay yeah. okay okay i'm following now man the fact that that comes back that's pretty wild okay yeah it all, it all comes together because that would explain how the um blonde girl that mike was talking to is also here in yeah that, in that place. okay all right oh yeah I, I was looking for sinks i wasn't following the plot too hard i guess well that's good yeah, so the movie didn't really want you to follow its plot too. That's hard very true. There certainly is a lot of talking that just happens in this movie, like just <laughs> random talk about like these guys' futures, which is fine. Yeah, but, yeah. So they're um, they're in. Yes, they're entering Georgia. I have that written down. I was I wasn't paying attention, but yes, they uh, <laughs> the piano trill plays. There's a little piano trill in us and them as we pan right over to the Georgia sign which is, mm. that is a sync for me. Like, something happened, and it aligned with a piece of music. <laughs> that's what the show's all about. Yeah, I was, I was into it. I was like, sweet, okay, that's one for the books. Um, yeah, they so, say what's up at the same time Pink Floyd go up and down, so there's ups almost sync. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do up and down, yes. Um, so, yeah, Channing tells, like, a wee story here about, like, why he's come back because he heard, like, P- Pony on the radio. And then yeah. why that is such an important song to him. He tells a wee story about he's, how he stole a girl, effectively, from <laughs> yeah. someone... Like, a girl in a relationship who was like, this, this guy wasn't treating her right, and so I came over and this song was playing and I showed her and I treated her right. And it's like... Yeah, he says it's all the things he would do to her in dance format. Yeah, and I'm like, is this a positive story? This seems, like, really gross. <laughs> Especially, like... Because we see his pony dance move at the start of the film. Part of it's like him on the floor just spinning around like Homer Simpson. So <laughs> that's what he'll do. That's what he's going to do. That's what he, that's what he's offering, you know? That's like, I'm no Magic Mike, but I don't think that's sex. I don't think that's how that works. Hey, man, it's, it's evolved. He's like, he's an advanced <laughs> being. This is what he's all about, you know? It's an impressive display, to be sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, this story kind of skeeped me out. I was like, I don't know yeah. if Mike's actually a good person. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah this is the costume bit right so there's like a fun yeah. like the line i'm not a fireman <laughs> like, yeah. they throw out all their old material again i think this is a really bad idea but um yeah good idea for the film but bad idea for the yeah. characters of the film yeah they sort of are creating tension where there isn't any by like throwing out all the old stuff that because they're getting rid of dallas they're like dallas comes up again because he's written mm. all the old material 
And so they're like, oh, we'll do all new materials. Like, we've got two days, man. I don't know. Yeah, and most this. of it's got to, we've got to drive this van. Yeah. Like, when are we going to find the time for this? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they toss all the stuff out the window. Um, and then we get the greatest scene in cinema history, really. <laughs> yes, the convenience store. Oh. Yeah. Uh, any color you like is starting up for yeah. us, the boys. Um, and yeah, Joe enters the the convenience store, Big Dick Richie. He's like getting his groove back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole point of it is that he's trying to, um, if he can't, he, he has lost self confidence, and he's like, if if he can't make this convenience store clerk smile, then I don't know, he's like out or something. But he's yeah. He he is trying his best to make her smile and to brighten her day by doing a fun dance. And, um, it is so wholesome that most, like, they want to do it just to brighten people's day. Yeah, that is the whole reason, that impetus for what they're doing, which I, I approve yeah. of. Like, they're just, like, trying to, like, make people happy and, like, yeah, brighten their day. Yeah. And I, I guess that's where Mike was coming from with his story. It's just that he came off, like, real creepy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's, um, he, he's grooving, he, like, Pours, like he breaks a Cheetos packet all over the all over the room. <laughs> yeah, and, tears it up. Yeah, it pours. And later it... in the dance, you see all the Cheeto dust just on the floor, which I I know it's like basic continuity, but it made me so happy. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, what does he pour on himself? Is it just water? Yeah, he pours. I think he pours it on him. He pours the water on himself, and then another water he sprays around like it's his um titular big yes. dick. Yes, his big dick. Yes. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Is your mum going to listen to this episode? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, just going to check. Yep. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so he does get the smile out of this girl because he says, yeah. he says the funny, he says the funny line about the, um, about the, how much for the stuff that he's ruined. <laughs> yeah. This poor girl's here alone. She probably has to clean this up or maybe he helped. I don't know. Ah, uh, let's, yeah. I'm definitely hoping he helped. The also best part is watching the bros run from window to window smiling and cheering as yeah, they watch them dance. they are loving it they are they yeah. are a great like audience they're all backing them a hundred percent which i approve of that's like good camaraderie here mm. and then the dance crew yeah so they he gets the smile out of this girl and he's filled with joy and so they decide to change all the material you know they're like yeah. this is a sign obviously <laughs> like if we just be ourselves it's gonna be great you know yeah and so that the way they kind of figure out how to be themselves is they all do some molly <laughs> and then they're in the back of the van standing up and they say, and this is, this is worth a point just cause it happened. Yeah. One of the characters says, we got to sync this up. Yes. We're syncing up the energy. Yes. We're syncing up the energy, man. And they all hold hands. I, I was, I like awoke from a thousand year old slumber into this set, to this dialogue. I was like, holy shit. Someone's talking about syncing up. And oh, they, you guys get it. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, they. Yeah, it was astounding to me. Um, they say mm. it multiple times as well. They keep talking about syncing it up. Um, I'm foolishly, Gabriel Iglesias, who's driving the truck at the time, gets involved. He's. Yeah. He puts he puts his hand in the ring, but he they said like close your eyes, and he closes his eyes. Mate, you're driving. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and they, and they comically drive off the road into the woods. Yeah. But yeah. it happens while Pink Floyd's thing about the lunatic being on the grass when the van goes into the onto the grass, hits the stop sign, and hits the trees. That is true. We mid we get into brain damage, doing this exact thing, right? Like, he's like, 
uh, Gabriel Iglesias has a concussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which also matches brain damage, I suppose, because that's yeah, quite, yeah. A, quite a potential <laughs> there for him. Uh, but yeah, it turns out later on that he's fine. But um, Yeah, but they do just ditch him in hospital. They do. They kind of have to. If they want to keep going to this convention, and Gabriel's like for that. He's like, I can't go with you, so you mm. can figure something else out. Yeah, He's, he, he's like... He's he's dying for the cause kind of here, and that he can't be the the <laughs> MC for them. He's just like leave me back, leave me behind. Yeah, go on without Die, me, you fools. Yeah, oh maybe he was Gandalf the whole time. Uh, there you go. Oh man, Gandalfius and Glacius. <laughs> Gandalfiol and Glacius. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yes, okay, uh, my next note is me discovering that he didn't get engaged. Like, it, he's, mm. Mike is at the at the bedside of um, Gabriel here. He's, like, going into, like, how his relationship didn't work. The boys are, like, panicking. Like, yeah. uh, Big Dick Richie, like, lies down on the bed and, like, clutches a pillow. Yeah. Which is very funny. Um, but yeah, they're at a low point, and, um, yeah, he's talking about how his relationship didn't work, how the, like, business is struggling, and he's like, yeah, I just, I needed to come back to you guys, and so this is important to, to Mike, and so they resolve yeah. to keep the trip going, you know? Do you think there's, like, a small message about, like, don't forget your friends when you're in a relationship, because, like, you know, your friends are still important? Probably, yeah. So I he's, think... like, rediscovering that? Yeah, I guess so. Like, the, he was, yeah, he was in a relationship, and then he i guess he cut that all off at the end of the movie if that really is the end of magic mike the original is just like yeah i'm out i'm gonna Ladies, start my own yeah. business and it, he just <laughs> leaves these guys in the dust that's a wild end to that movie yeah i guess there's more context that we're missing that would make that okay <laughs> but man that sounds like a wild end to a film i don't know yeah anyway mike's got a plan to uh, get a replacement mc from his past called rome <laughs> Yeah. We know nothing about Rome, and uh, it's a great name. All, all the mm. all the names that these guys have, I'm, I'm, I'm loving. Yeah, all the names we remember are real good. Mm. And our Tarzan. new names for them, pretty good too. Also good too, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're getting playthrough two, starting up, like, right here. So, again, yeah. it's like, it's sort of matched the, like, art, the act structure of the film quite well, the album, and that, like, um, yeah, it's the, they're at their lowest point when the album ends for the first time and then they build mm. themselves back up over the second play you know pretty good and does i should have made a note of this i'm pretty sure the full next play goes yeah the full next play goes for the whole the whole uh, it's just the whole night yes it is it's for Which one brilliant. one long night yes yeah um, but yeah they uh they're going up to the rome's house which is like yeah. a weird like mansion somewhere i guess in georgia and um it's it's the stripper version of that play sleep no more like you just wander from room to room and you watch like sl- stripping but it's like there's a weird spooky energy to it i don't know if it's like because it's an old house in georgia yeah it's a strange yeah. business model but it seems mm. to be popping off like this oh, yeah. place is full of people like absolutely having the time in their lives but yeah it is a surreal sequence later on i describe it as like the um big tower in the feel good ink video <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's a, that's why it's so spooky to me because because i saw that video when i was so young yeah it's just so surreal in there like it's very yeah. dimly lit and there's just like in every room there's a different stripper 
it's it's yeah. so strange but it's great and it seems to be working really well but anyway yeah. um mike goes up to see rome and uh it's a, a lovely lady from his past and she yeah. delivers one of my and my second favorite line uh she's talking to a like one of her employees and she says a ghost is a ghost malik <laughs> which, <laughs> yes. which is fantastic she keeps describing mike as a ghost because uh, yeah he's, he's someone from the distant past come back and like talking about this this is a major theme like in that it becomes the name for their new crew later resurrection yeah but yeah they get and... really stuck on this point yeah <sighs> so yeah. rome is played by jada pickett smith yes and um originally uh they i think they even had jamie fox jamie fox like locked in for this role oh wow and really? then he last minute had to drop out and then they were like oh we could offer it to jada and jada was just like heck yeah so yeah they rewrote the character that's and awesome works so much better would have like i love jamie fox but it would have been such like a kind of dull energy to have him kind of introducing the lads but her like kind of being like i'm part i'm one of the audience you know my queens my queens yes. any queens here who want to it's so good she's my favorite character she is great in this absolutely i feel like jamie yeah. fox would have brought a different energy i don't want to detract yeah. from him he's like oh, a, definitely not he's a good actor as well i reckon he would have just it would have been very broy, like even more yeah. so than it already is so yeah she brings a good energy here um yeah yes and also i just want to note that her name is very literal because she keeps she brings up the roman empire <laughs> oh yeah like she just like is obsessed with her like history i guess and that's why she's called rome i don't know i guess i assume yeah. they choose the names but yeah um yeah it's, i just found that quite funny yeah are you obsessed with like historical jameses uh not really i don't think there are many good historical jameses off the top no. of my head there's like james cook who like yeah, traveled yikes. the world but he was like kind of a dick <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's not not many good ones yeah are there many historical gareths uh i think there was a knight of the round table oh gareth? yes 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 there was yeah uh i think it's welsh for like way of the shield oh, which is pretty pretty sweet shield man i like this yeah as, as but you... yeah then there's also gareth morgan the NZ uh, economist who hates cats the worst yeah get out of here man <laughs> what do you got against cats come on Gareth. i don't know man anyway yeah so there, there's a lot of dancing going on in this house breathers playing over top of it and like mm. it's sort of like strange having these guys like grooving away doing all kinds of extreme dance and like very sexual movements to breathe <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty fun um that's another one of our big reminders that this album is very minor key very like yep. kind of sad yes wistful energy yeah, a bit of a bit of a downer over top of this like high energy, like positive performance. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got on the run starting up is like even more surreal for me because like it does sync up at the start with um, a stripper jumping over a table, which <laughs> yeah. is super impressive. He does like it like he jumps about like five feet in the air. I want to say it's a really big jump. Heck yeah yeah it reminds me of the um uh what's his name uh, i can't remember his name god bill gates he jumps over a chair have you seen this video <laughs> no oh my god okay 
homework podcast homework um go go in and look up bill gates jumps over chair he did it as in an interview when he's like quite young what? at the start of microsoft's like heyday but he's like what? he's like his big claim to fame other than that is that he can leap over a chair <laughs> and why is he not the cool one and steve jobs is he can leap chairs yeah man it's really really good it's a it's a great video look it up uh, okay. so yeah there you go We've got to move on, Gareth. It's, it's a shame. We're going to move straight into the um, into into uh, the Rome. He, she like brings up one girl and brings her over. She's like she selects someone from the audience and brings him out. And who should be at the top of the bloody stairs, Gareth? But it's it's Donald Glover. Yeah. Did you have any idea he was in this? I had no idea he was in this. Oh, this is how did this, that feel? It was great. I was stoked to see him. Yeah. It's like he's he's up there. He does it like a wee little. Um, all the clocks go off at, <laughs> yeah. at, at his introduction as well, which is like I'm gobsmacked. I'm like, here he is. Here's the boy. Yeah. He does like a wee improv song for this girl. Yeah. Which freestyles we... about her and her love of wine and her grandmother and her divorce. Yeah. He says, <laughs> I love that he asks, um, what's your favorite thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's is... my, like, I ask our friends that, like, when we run out of, like, small talk and I'm just, like, doing a joke. Like, oh, what's your favourite thing? That's great. It's th- That's the question in Earthbound, <laughs> where, which names your, like, special power. And I assumed Whoa. that that was what he was asking. It's like, yeah. what's your internal power, <laughs> girl? <laughs> Let me know. And it's alcohol. Yeah, it turns out. You can, you can have whatever you like. It's your favourite thing. Yeah. It's a great question. And a great song that results. Yeah. And um, he, um, all his whole rap goes over an instrumental part of, um, the album as if he's, like, trying to help out Pink Floyd. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just, like, reveling and seeing him on screen, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea that he was in the film, so it was great. And he looks good. He's, like, wearing a suit jacket without a shirt and a yep. little, like, a little fedora that's, like, just past the weird line. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, this is another note that I have a lot later in my notes, but we've got to talk about this. The high frequency of fedoras in this film. <laughs> There are so many. Yeah. There, like it's, it's like per capita. Like I want to say this is like the highest amount of fedoras in a movie that I've seen in a long yeah, time. More than any film set in like the fifties or twenties. Yeah, has more fedoras. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's like it's been appropriated by these by the stripper characters. You know, like the, I guess it's just part of the culture. But man, yeah, lots of fedoras. How much does a fedora cost? Probably pretty cheap. I like, yeah. I, like. You can, I assume you can get them like real cheap at like um, fucking not Hot Topic. What's it like Jeans West or something like that? You <laughs> yeah. can get them like insanely cheap, like back in the Did, day. You used to own a fedora, right? Oh, absolutely. I was a, yeah, yeah same. I when I was figuring out who I was back in high school. <laughs> of course, I did, Gareth. I think yeah. I had one with like a little silver skull on it as well because I was that Ooh. that cool at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you'd also wear the fake leather jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never man. found one of those, so I wore a fedora and a really big blazer. Oh, it didn't suit me. That's pretty good. That's, yeah. that's, I oh. want to say that that would have more lasting energy now. Like, I feel like you could maybe <laughs> rock that look better than I could rock my old look. You know? Well, I did briefly, like, in the chaos of, like, that week before COVID-19 really became a big thing and nobody was sure what was going on, mm. I got really into borrowing my co-workers' wide-brimmed, um, not quite a fedora, but, like, one of those kind of hats. Oh, yeah. And I was wearing that all around. Um, yeah, maybe there's some sort of... Maybe that's why they took off. Maybe these strippers need them is because the world's changing without them. This yeah. is their last hurrah. 
let's put on our fedoras. There is safe. something safe and homely about a fedora, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel at peace. <laughs> Not <laughs> yeah. only the wearer, though. It doesn't make the, the, no, the viewer... It makes everyone else very nervous. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it brings it brings self-peace. Yeah. I can, I can say that about a fedora. Um, very good. If you Google fedora, um, yep. Google comes up with a thing related search. What are different types of hats? Oh, there you go. Maybe we can figure hats. out what that hat that you borrowed is. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, my next note is that the um, the I feel like the boys should just take up residency here with Rome. I think they've got like a there's a really good gig that she's got going on here. Heck yeah. She a even, great gig. Yeah. She a great gig in the sky. Whoa. Hey. Um. She, yeah. But she even offers them like yeah, just like stay here and like work for me. It'll be cool. And yeah. it seems to be like popping off. I reckon it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you don't have to travel around, you no. just kind of get to go to the, the spooky house. Yeah, the audiences are massive as well. It, like, it's yeah. like, and like later on, um, Donald Glover said that, that like that was a really good night for them. Like, yeah. he said, but like it's not always like that, and his songs aren't always as good, but <laughs> like, fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon it'd be a good gig for them. Like, I think like rather than stopping after this convention, Mikey Cannon is that they go back and work here. Because they're going to yeah. be pretty cool. Because they yeah. ha- they I'll get the passion it. back. That's that's yeah. that's my uh, my take for this movie. I reckon that that's what happens after the credits roll. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm for it. Because yeah. I don't think they're going to make a third one. So no, probably not. It's up to us in our fan fiction now. <laughs> yep, that's the only way forward. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Um, um, great gig in the sky starts when so Mike has to then show he can still strip to impress Rome and get Rome to MC for them. Yes. So he, like, does a thing where two... I think I've drawn a diagram for it, but I haven't really done it well. I can't remember if it's two ladies in the audience or two (laughs) other strippers. I love that you've drawn a diagram. (laughs) He puts his hands on the smalls of their back and, like, lifts himself up like he's doing, like, a a dip. Yes. And it's pretty sweet. He then spins his legs around. Like, you can tell he works out. Yeah, there are a lot of really impressive moves in this one dance sequence, actually. Yeah. I do want to know that... Because he jumps the stripper as well, right? Like Bill Gates. Yeah, he, well, yes, he does do that. He um, does, like, an impressive, like, headstand on top of the chair, like, yeah. in front of this girl, like, positioning his pelvis in front of her face, you know, as, <laughs> as you do. Um, yeah. And that's, that's before the, like, double dip of the, of the girls that he does, like, as the, as the closer. But I also yeah. want to note that he... Um, it, at the start of this, he, isn't, he doesn't want to do it. Like, he's like, they're... He, he's getting goaded into it by Rome and then mm. she's like oh, he's not gonna do it and like calls upon another guy called Octavius <laughs> which <laughs> is great yeah like, I want to know a lot more about Octavius is he... and you don't because Octavius joins them later in the stripping convention right does he I thought that was somebody oh, else it's either him or Malik I think it's Malik I didn't think oh, it okay. was Octavius Octavius Dang, I has, to learn his, more about Mo- he has Octavius. his own thing going for sure. Yeah. Yes. Also, I, I it's also revealed before this dance sequence kicks off that Mike's old nickname used to be White Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is not good. I too would change to Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. White Chocolate has done very well to get itself associated with normal chocolate. Absolutely. Something that's not the same thing. Yeah, they're not at all. It's like a weird milk thing. I'm, I like milk chocolate, but it's definitely not chocolate. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's like... It's like if I sold bananas as yellow chocolate, because they're both <laughs> a bit squishy. 
I don't know if that's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> what if it had been um, uh, Big Dick Richie's big business idea? It was just like, yeah, I'm going to rebrand bananas and call them yellow chocolate. Oh, wow. I, I, I wouldn't be able to provide economic analysis on that. I would be too too flabbergasted. I'd be, I'd be like, what? what are they? I'd, be, I'd be drawing diagrams myself trying to understand that one. <laughs> yeah. Magic yeah. Mike 3 opens with him and his one employee going door to door selling their orange, their yellow chocolate. Yeah. I would I would love that. That's that's the next thing out of the van. Out of the, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. Um Yeah. So that, after this Im- impressive dance performance, um Rome's like, Alright, uh, I'll send you off. Don Donald Glover will drive you and like I'll I'm not gonna help you, but he'll drive <laughs> you to your next destination because you're sort of yeah. trapped here. And yeah, Don Glover's at the wheel. He um, uh, doesn't care much for the exposition going on from the other characters who's sort of just like talking about himself. But he does talk about um, how his character is into music and is starting to make his own music. And yeah. he's like, oh man, it's not going so well, but like it's, it's doing all right. And I'm like, Don, I think it's going to work out for you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, because real Don Glover was probably like still a year off Awaken My Love, which is when people started taking him really seriously really oh man i think yeah. so i don't know like we've always we've, we were on the ground floor with childish gambino that's I think. true yes we were we were early adopters of, yeah of the two of music. us would put on his uh remix of that jamie xx remix of adele oh, at parties yeah. and go haywire so good great yeah. remix yeah look it up more more podcast homework <laughs> yeah sorry that's no, good <laughs> This is good. St- that's that's low energy homework. That's fine. Low yeah, effort homework. True. You just get to enjoy a song. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's going to work out for him. Yeah. So this must have been fresh off of um, because the internet was the like album between that, right? Yeah, I think he left Community in twenty fourteen, and then did this film. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I mean, it's, he he was in this, and he was in like The Martian later as well. Yeah, true. Same year. Yep. Both films without like any antagonists yeah oh, fair enough yeah which is kind of sweet yeah anyway um this he also uh says that strippers are like healers here he goes on to like a little mantra about like making things better he like the making these girls lives better we talked about yeah. this at the top of the show so i'm not going to cover it again but um yeah because we're like deep in this podcast now it's we've been recording a long time um <laughs> But yeah, they rock up at this at the spooky mansion Mark II, right? Yeah. And who should be here, Gareth? I flipped out. I'd forgotten she was in this. Gareth, Andy McDowell lives in this house. Yes. You'd you'd forgotten? I thought this was on purpose, and that's why you like chose it. Oh, I wish. That's a great follow up. Like I was, yeah. I saw her, and I was like, man, I can't believe that she's here. I feel like she can't believe that she's here. <laughs> uh, yeah. She film. does seem, like, stoked to be hanging out with these, like, hunks. Yeah. Both in character and out of character. She's having a grand old time throughout throughout this whole scene. And, um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a surreal situation, though. It's, it's like they've walked into, like, some kind of weird all-female dinner party. Um, yeah. And uh, they all instantly get poured glasses of wine. <laughs> it's very, like cult-like in here yeah um yeah uh also- so they called this scene the book club scene and it was in reference to um the one of the taglines for the first magic mic was 
tell your boyfriend you're going to book club oh okay yeah all right so yeah it's the like secret like here are all the hunks at this party <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they couldn't have been prepared for that anyway um, no unless they like put out some sort of hunk pheromone and that's what brought the lads to them <laughs> yes <laughs> oh no oh but yeah that so you said before that this is the um the beach girl like uh yeah the, this is how they amber heard's character zoe yes okay so he, she's yeah. here as well and it's like oh will they won't they there's still tension here but anyway there's okay third favorite line here okay <laughs> there's a really great line i don't know who says this line because the person saying it is off screen but i assume it's andy mcdowell someone says shit diana go down and get us some more vino <laughs> <laughs> yes. and then that is immediately followed up by as much as your little arms can carry darling <laughs> which is outstanding dialogue so good <laughs> oh i just love that energy uh, yeah yeah they so they go down and get the wine there's like a fun little conversation where they're calling back to earlier about their drag personas that they had yeah um, they get 1959 Chateau Lafitte, which is like Ooh. an incredibly expensive wine and it's a real thing, but it's <laughs> like, I feel like it's one of those ones that comes up in movies all the time because it's just like a well-known over the top expensive wine. Oh yeah. Yeah. But anyway, they, they get a bottle of that and bring it back up, but yeah, it feels like a weird nod to camera, that kind of, that thing, but anyway. Um, mm. and then, yeah, they're all just having like a really weird conversation and uh i i feel like i'm being subjected to like a strange dinner party watching the sequence yeah it's a very awkward moment but it's me and um fucking uh tarzan the stoic mulleted dancer <laughs> who are just sort of so out of place watching this we're just like sitting yeah. here just enjoying some wine and some floyd you know us boys <laughs> there's a great moment as well when like magic mike's introducing all of them and just like us he doesn't know everyone's names and he doesn't know tarzan's real name is ernest oh yeah what's going yeah, on there? which i really liked yeah he is an ernest look at him yeah <laughs> he's doing his thing man he's all right oh yeah i love yeah he's like such an enigma to the whole cast i feel like he would have yeah. like maybe got like zero lines in the previous film or something but <laughs> man yeah he's great um yeah um so the the ken doll boy the young ken we're calling him right um he's taken, um fake anthony from queer eye yes that that, that young one ken. this this friend he has taken this whole sexual healing thing to heart and is like doing a wee song for this for this lady um mm. his conversation with don glover is what i'm referring to and he's like, yeah, he's trying to make her feel good about herself. And that's really positive and cool. Yeah. But this lady's also married, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but but they're pretty much telling her, like, you know, yeah. if he isn't treating you right, divorce him. Yeah. So. I'll be okay. first in line to treat you right, girl. That's what he's like. Yeah, like, the right. line starts here and carries around the whole building, which was so lovely to hear. Yeah, that's positive, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, bloody Richie... He, uh, he hooks up with Andy McDowell. Yeah. And that's his, like, end to his character arc. It's like, she's the, she's the one. She, like, accepts him <laughs> and loves him. Yeah. Big dick and all. To the point where she lends him the, her car. Oh my god, she does so much stuff for them. Yeah, upgrades their hotel room later. And yep. then, like, also books them a practice room, which they wouldn't have booked for themselves, meaning there was no way they would have practiced or built all their props for their big strip-off. They would have been screwed. It's It all came down 
to to Britchie being the perfect yeah. man. <laughs> he's the, <he's> the <laughs> saviour, really. If we look at it objectively, yeah. Yeah. He's the hero of this film. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, Andy McDowell's the hero of the film. Yeah, absolutely. She's got a yeah. lot of money. Um, I, I want to also double back. There's an insane, like, cookie versus cake debate that yeah. occurs in the kitchen. Um, I want to get your take on whether it's cookie versus cake, but I want to also point out that this is all just set up for the final song of the movie. <laughs> it's like a completely pointless thing. That's ju- it's it's all there just for that. But um, what's your what would do you prefer cookies or do you prefer cake, Gareth? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to cake, and I think it's entirely for the ceremonial aspect. Like, mm. you can have a cookie anytime, but like a cake, <laughs> you're gonna have with friends, and I like that. Yeah, I would agree. I think cake yeah. also has more variety. That I think, like, yeah, you can get a lot of different cookies, but I think like there's more like. Uh, like I don't textural and uh, more interesting things you can do with cake than you can with cookies. You're more limited yeah. with cookies. But yeah, is um a certain friend of ours going to be really mad that you mentioned cake texture again? I don't know if they listen, so it should okay, be good. fine. But uh, yeah, I've gotten into huge trouble talking about texture with food, but I find it very important as part of okay. the experience, and I'm going to stand by, stick to my guns as I always have. <laughs> it was the make or break in a friendly cook-off it that was. James didn't appreciate the texture of something that lost it like at the two points that made it lose yeah and, and like, if you're wondering I came dead last in that cook-off did you? yeah my like muffins just weren't they didn't they didn't there wasn't enough originality that's where they lost oh that's a shame yeah, yeah. we were some of them had, were very high in originality but also very low in every other category so <laughs> yeah there you go um, Which is some very magic mic energy. Yeah, true. <laughs> we can we can bring it back. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, after this cookie versus cake debate, um, it's finally brought up that this girl's name is Zoe. We yes. are one hour and twenty minutes into this movie, and also this recording. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, your lead female character finally gets named. Yeah. Which ah, oh, it's so, like. Again, this film, we, like, ragged on its feminism, but, like, it's way more feminist than it needs to be. Yeah. But, like, it also, yeah, doesn't pass the Bechdel test. It, Not They don't name this character for so long. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. All right, so we're waking up the next morning, and we get the reveal of Joe Manganiello, how, how he got his end away, and it's all good for him. Um, yeah. But, uh, fucking Magic Mike is drinking beer first thing in the morning, which is pretty crazy. Right? Yeah. What's, got, what's that about? How's he keeping his Magic Mike figure if he's doing that? I don't know, man. It's it, Maybe yeah. he's just, like, running high. Maybe he didn't sleep. No, he, he wakes up, like, top and tailing with someone else, so I don't know. Yeah, with Tarzan. But yeah, he still he has a beer, and it's a, it's a strange move, but all right. Hmm. I am tempted... On, like, the biggest day of his stripping career as well? Yeah. I am tempted... Well, yeah, I am tempted to have a beer now, just because I have one next <laughs> to me. It isn't morning anymore, but it would be just to match him. But anyway, I won't. Yeah. I won't. I'll, I'll hold off. Um, but yeah. Old mate, uh, yes, Joe Manganiello's got his end away. Uh, brain, brain damage is starting up, and we are panning up the Myrtle Beach. We're here. We made it to the convention. Yeah. Finally. We're here. Um, it's, it, that was like a really long day, and it's like we're at the end of the album already again. So. Yeah. Crazy. Um yes I, I, my next note is like they've arrived but what the fuck are these boys gonna do they've got like 24 hours to make like a whole new show yeah 
We get like and a, as we said, they didn't even book their own like space to no. what ends up being a lot of building and welding. Yeah, they like do a lot of work. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, we get a little montage of them prepping, right? And yeah, which is so good. Yeah, such a good scene. They're like, yeah, they only get in because Rome shows up and is going to MC for them, but um. And she has hit it off in the past with whoever's running the convention. That's how Who, like... by the way, is Elizabeth Banks? All right. Okay. Just showing up in this film. Yep. There's a lot I of surprises. I think su- Elizabeth Banks surprises. must have... Yes. Well, actually, what was the cameo that surprised you the most? Oh, it's got to be old, old mate Andy McDowell. I couldn't believe okay. that. I'm like, the... Yeah. Um, just because I, like, I saw her so recently. I was like, what? <laughs> um... Like, Don Glover, like, threw me for a loop first, but then, mm. yeah, Andy McDowell floored me. So, okay, there you go. See, mine might have been Elizabeth Banks, but it was probably because I knew Donald Glover was in it. Yeah. Yeah, he, he would have had more shock factor if you if you didn't know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she's there, and it's another character where they just have a huge history of Magic Mike and yeah. with Rome. And is in one shot of the whole, of the whole <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, she, no, she does come back as the host of the show, actually. I tell yeah. You but yeah. She's, she's great at emceeing as well. She does her similar energy, like, my queens. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, Do you think Elizabeth Banks prides herself on surprising, like, literally surprising audiences with when, where she shows up? I hope Because so. she's also, like, it shook me when she was in Hunger Games as well. Oh, yeah. She's great in that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like... It, having a surprise factor to your roles is pretty cool it shows that you're like yeah. branching out and doing stuff that people wouldn't expect but you know i don't know there's something to be hmm. said for that for sure heck yeah yeah uh yeah so it's also revealed that the stripper convention is taking place on the 4th of july uh oh yeah gareth which i don't think was shown till now it's set on a sign but i think that's pretty bold america all right <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. what does that say? <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe yeah, there's a big statement to it. Yeah, it's a bit, bit surreal. But anyway, um, yeah. yeah, the second play is winding up uh, of the album and they're, they're going to bed at the hotel. Are they just having a rest before the performance? Because pre- presumably oh. it starts, like, quite late. I don't yeah. Know. Well, they were on at 10.20, which is the money-making time, apparently. All right, there you go. So well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure some big Magic Mike heads are furious that we don't have the timeline right, but oh, sorry, it feels like they're just going having a quick nap before it, which is exactly what these bros would do. Yeah, fair enough. I hope they're taking a big nap before they listen to this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is XXL. It sure is. Um, yeah, speaking of, let's let's rush on through. We've got um, <laughs> yeah, a, the weird like Twilight recreation of the start of playthrough three <laughs> yeah. here. Um, which is strange. It sort of like reads like dinner theater rather than like a strip mm. show, but um, very weird. Uh, Big Dick Richie's furious about these guys. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. But yeah, there's all kinds of like different um, crews backstage. They're all dressed alike in the yeah. in the backstage area, but like later That's on, it's actually quite wise that like we see some of them putting on costumes, and the costumes are stuff that the Magic Mike crew threw out the window. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, like, there's the firemen, there's the uh, soldiers and stuff like that. Hmm. Yes, but they all, the, all these boys have all matching silver, like, bathrobe coats now. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty fun for their Heck next yeah. performance. They've been put together. Um, <laughs> Big Dick Richie's done some work at Home Depot, <laughs> which I love. 
<laughs> it's a brief shot of him going in there and like constructing something um, yeah yeah so they put all their hands in they sync up again bloody gareth oh yeah with, with on the run is starting up as they're like going onto stage starting up the big performance we're ready to go they they all take their like bathrobe cape things off and they're all in fucking blue jeans yeah what is are you like me does something about being shirtless in blue jeans make you feel a bit uncomfortable it sucks man like yeah. it's not a good look i guess it's like classic like stripper vibes like yeah very like male model calendar yeah look. but fucking blue jeans is this their big secret <laughs> i was kind of shocked at this i was like i don't know boys but then we because there's the big poster up and uh the center of christchurch that's like um for some pants company and it's two shirtless people in blue jeans oh, and it yeah. always makes me feel uncomfortable when i see it yeah it's right in the middle of um yeah right in the middle of town yeah i know the one you yeah about. yeah it's it's a weird look i don't know i don't know what it says mm. like do they only need jeans and that's why <laughs> it's like jeans is all we need <laughs> we don't need shirts they're for idiots lesser men <laughs> i don't know maybe that's what it's about i just don't understand yeah. um so we get into their individual performances i don't know if the rest of the crews are doing this kind of thing if they've all got like yeah. extreme like i guess the twilight thing was its own thing but um they're all doing like uh their own little bit tarzan is my favorite of these he comes out he's first up he's wearing like an insane like a, a new cape that has like silver ladies embroidered on it yeah. like embellished on it and also like a pirate shirt is the only way i can describe it like a big billowy white shirt yeah dread pirate roberts i'm fucking into that um yeah all the clocks are going off in time as starting up as as he's painting and stripping <laughs> he's yeah. painting this girl and um and then he does like a pretty fun like shake the glitter off the page trick to reveal that he's drawn her that's cool yeah that i like very this. very skillful yeah arguably not like a big strip show but no he's not showing off his physicality because his knees are wrecked yeah. <laughs> but he then just throws off his shirt at the very end so people can be like oh yeah yeah good enough he does yeah. yeah i thought the glitter trick was cool i'm into it yeah um so oh i've in my notes i've revealed the the curly haired boy's name who i don't think we've talked about yet um <laughs> but his name's tito that's right yes yeah and he's the can- um bro's real name is yes, tito. yes 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 and his yeah. na- he's the candy king gareth <laughs> yeah he, he does some so now go ahead uh, so what I started doing was, because um, I loved Rome's speeches so much, I would, like, wind the volume up for those and then oh, wind yeah. it back down. Oh, that's cool. So, like, so yeah, like I got her going, intro. like, my queen's over, like, on the run and then on, like, a bit of time as well, <laughs> which that, works very well. That's great. I, I had it dead silent throughout the whole thing because I had, <laughs> my flatmates were watching something in the other room, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, he's dancing over Candy Shop, another song that I recognize the lyrics to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah i very like i hadn't paid close attention to what 50 cents rapping about over candy shop but man, oh really whew, crazy did you not realize it was like some sort of metaphor oh i, I thought he was just working about it talking about his old work his old workplace oh, at the candy oh. shop oh. oh no wait to find out what the lollipop's supposed to be <laughs> no i didn't know he um <laughs> i'm pretty sure that it was either this or in the club but um 
for one secret Santa Christmas, someone gave me a CD single of Fifty Cent, Ooh. and it was it was either Candy Shop or In the Club, and I can't remember which one. I don't have it That's anymore. That's a good gift. Yeah, Aww. pretty good. Uh, Man, yeah. shout out to the CD singles. You used to be able to get like a Fifty Cent music video on them as well. Oh, put it on your computer and watch time. it. Man, I miss CD oh, singles. Yeah. Well, that colossal waste of money, but you know, <laughs> yeah, they, like we're a thing. They were great. I was, mm. They were so much cheaper to buy. Fuck, they were great. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, so we got the third third dancer start starts up, and I haven't got much notes. This is where I realized the thing about the fedoras. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, poor Ken gets enveloped by ladies. He's like the he's like the the pretty boy Ken guy. He gets yeah. like the ladies descend upon him like a zombie horde uh, at the end of his <laughs> yeah. performance, and I assume he's devoured because <laughs> 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 he doesn't come back. Um, the next time we see him, it's someone wearing his skin. That's a skin suit. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, it's been I've got a over. lot of questions about like the forms this audience must have filled out because yeah, they're allowed to touch the strippers. They're allowed to devour them like a zombie horde. Yeah. Um, the final dance that Magic Mike and um, yep, possibly Octavius. It, I think it's Malik, but All right, we'll yeah. allow it. The final dance they do is incredibly physical. Like these poor two random you know yeah, random two audience, audience members. members yeah plucked out of the audience like, yeah getting like flipped around yeah like, torn apart extremely it's... dangerous but yeah hey they're into it so it's fine what i'm more oh. worried about is the next performance which is big dick richie's one um mm. donald glover does a fun little like uh song introduction over it and he sings over the performance i think i'm not yeah he's singing marry me i think by uh bruno mars that's cool um yeah but yeah so yeah he does his he like sort of outlined this before when he was high on molly in the van <laughs> what he was gonna do <laughs> um but yeah it's this like weird marriage ceremony thing where people throw rice mm. in the audience and that's quite fun but man does that take a turn when it's <laughs> a suddenly an intense bdsm sex swing um yeah all right yes the lady i think this film must have like because in between um magic mike one and magic mike two obviously 50 shades of gray blows up oh right and i think they realize like oh this is we were trying to sell to like you know people who are horny but this is how you sell to people who are this horny. is so the real to, like, horny. the new horny. yeah <laughs> okay yeah the, I, yeah this lady is fucking terrified or incredibly <laughs> excited um <laughs> But yeah, I love, I just want to note that he, like, built this in 24 hours with stuff <laughs> yeah. he found at Home Depot, <laughs> which is <laughs> excellent. Also, at the end of the performance, while the performance with Zoe and Magic Mike's going on stage, she's still in the swing. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't let her down. <laughs> she's just trapped there, presumably for the rest of the show. Like... <laughs> She probably can't even see the rest of the show because she's just in a swing facing the wrong way. Also, she's married now? Man. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. What a big night. <laughs> Fourth of July, man. Yeah. Go on. It's America. That's what they do. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, money is starting up again. Third time. Here we go. Hmm. Um, it's the mirrored performance. I thought this was really cool, honestly, the mirror thing. They're like yeah. matching each other's moves, flipping their fedoras around. Pretty impressive stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole performance is actually as long as the song Money itself, which is probably oh, a really? first, I think. Oh, wow. We've never had like, that. I, that I was money is actually that. long. Yeah. A yeah, lot going on. This like, is exhausting to watch. 
oh like, yeah they're flipping these women over they're mirroring each other they like do some sort of grind and high five combo yeah like it's oh. they're doing some impressive stuff but also the song over this is the like it's a song about being like the cookie man or something like that oh. i don't really know because like i've not heard the song before but they're talking about cookies and stuff yeah. um and that's why the cookie verse cake thing came up he was place. very lucky that she was in that part of the audience or like actually showed up yeah it's true i guess he was banking on that he was like hoping yeah that, that was the case but yeah it was rome that selects her out of the audience as well oh, so, and she doesn't even know yeah i don't know maybe maybe mike <laughs> told her <laughs> oh yeah Gross. that's got some creepy energy. yeah it's so good uh the the song transitions out of this cookie song into um dj Khaled's all i do is win oh yeah <laughs> and i hate that song what I, I it's a terrible song and i'm so glad that i'm not hearing it <laughs> i'm really oh, stoked man. to be hearing money by pink floyd instead um <laughs> come at me dj Khaled fans whoa seriously oh he's... you don't even like going like hands go up no and they stay there <laughs> oh man i just i, I you hate telling them to keep their hands down yeah i am I don't know. I'm just not a big Khaled fan. I do. Uh, the one thing I love about DJ Khaled is that one time he got trapped on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a very funny series of videos because he documents it all himself. He's getting really yeah. worried about getting stuck on his jet ski. <laughs> More homework. Uh, Check that one out if you want. Pretty fun. Um, he does say, uh, Khaled does say the line that he's got money on his mind while Floyd mm. are talking about money so there you go they're aligned in that aspect yeah and then this film ends like it just ends as quickly as like films used to end in like the 60s yeah well the the performance is done and everyone's over it they're like okay yeah that's it we you got to see what what we came for gabriel iglesias comes back doesn't have any lines he's just like he's okay and then the film ends we didn't leave him for dead no um they watch the fireworks of fourth of july and yes, the the end of money it like wraps up over the credits. So there you go. Yeah, that's it's like it. a lovely shot of Magic Mike just watching the fireworks and like smiling, which is quite nice. Yeah. And then our head canon is, of course, they all go back and work for Rome. So yeah, yeah. Pretty positive end. And sell um, that, yellow bananas. Yeah, that poor no, yellow chocolate. That poor employee though, screwed. <laughs> back home, I didn't think about him until right now, and I don't think Mike <laughs> thought about him at all so yeah. he's like rush, struggling to keep mike's furniture business afloat yeah he's been calling him constantly <laughs> yeah to this phone that's left on the side of the road oh man it's been a bleak movie for that guy yeah, yeah. anyway yeah that's the film uh oh, thoughts oh. penny for your thoughts gareth well i do have one question for you and i feel like i should have prepped you for it but okay so you know how their their dances were all about bringing their true self to the stage sure what would yours be? Oh, like my if I had to do a dance performance. Yeah, if you were part of the resurrection, mm. Magic Mike's new crew. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd like do something very like I'm I, like a, like you said as the intro to this um this film. You like I'm into fantasy and stuff like that, right? Yeah, so I, <laughs> I'd probably lean into that. I'd do some kind of like weird spectral dance. I would probably dress like Galadriel, <laughs> like the um, ghostly yeah. Galadriel, and do like a like a, over a siren song. Just do like a weird movements. Yeah, that would be my move. Oh yeah, yeah. What are, is that acceptable? That's probably heck what, yeah. That'd be my go-to. Yeah, 
What about yourself? What do you? What do you? Uh, what would you be into? Well, like originally, I was thinking like maybe like because a lot of people who like okay, this is weird, but a lot of people who like me also like Doctor Who. Uh, okay. People, yeah. <laughs> so like maybe I could do some sort of thing, just really just building on the one part of like the TARDIS isn't the only thing bigger on the inside. Wait. What? But if it was to really um, be my true self, it'd probably be like, you know, you're at like a sexy subway and instead of me taking any clothes off, I'm just like at taking like layers off the sandwich and eating them. That's pretty cool. I think the audience would be into that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you're, you're just like asking a girl what her sandwich order is and constru- yeah. constructing it in front of her and then and for each item you put on the sandwich, you put on an item, you also put on an item of clothing. Yeah. And then go, here you go. And then she eats the sandwich live in front of the audience for about 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the performance. Oh, yeah. We would definitely nail that 1020 money spot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Me dressed as Galadriel and you making a sandwich. Wailing away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm wailing Sink as well. Drive. Yeah, it's all, it's, I've recorded my own wailing and that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. dancing to. Yeah. Um,. All right, let's. We've got to do our due diligence here and give this yeah. a sync rating. I think this is the lowest sync frequency we've ever had. Like, yeah, I think recorded in my notes, I have about three <laughs> tops. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to rate it low, Gareth. What What do you think? Uh, I think it has to be low too. Is it less syncs than Fast and Furious though? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. absolutely i i think i had a better time watching fast and furious and i think there were more sinks so i'm Whoa. i'm willing to give this film a one on the scale yeah i had a good time watching it but yeah not good sinking no way okay too too so much Pink floyd did not write their album no hoping that it'll sync with this film not not matching with magic mike xxl no they okay. didn't they didn't think to do that and neither did the director of magic mike xxl think to match it with pink floyd's dark side of the moon it's it's which is honestly rude unfortunate i'm gonna give it that like one percent chance you know like if it could have been intentional but it just wasn't executed correctly so yeah yeah there we go one put it put it plot it on the graph uh whoa yep <laughs> so all that's left gareth is is the next film it's my turn to choose yeah. the film and uh i wasn't going to mention this on the show but it's like i've, I've been i've had a bit of an off week been feeling a bit depressed a bit blue Aww. you know yeah Not feeling so good and so i thought i'd choose a film that like i really enjoy and uh again like last time you were like oh we're gonna do like a fantasy film and i got really excited and then it was magic mike <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right um so yeah i love sci-fi i love uh um i love uh fantasy and i love big long fun films so i'm gonna combine all three of those gareth and yeah. and also the fact that i've been feeling blue because we're gonna be watching Ooh. avatar oh no <laughs> james cameron's <laughs> avatar baby oh. <laughs> oh. okay yeah absolutely <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna accept it you're gonna we're gonna yeah. rock on through all right <laughs> look forward to that one oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Jake Sully. Yeah, oh, I'm ready to feel emotional. 
the fun. best part is i don't know if we should mention this on the show we're like so we're a little behind yeah. so we're gonna go and watch this film immediately right now and come back and record yeah we're banking episodes <laughs> fellas yeah listeners oh. it's exciting uh so yeah we're gonna watch that and then get right back to you so <laughs> until then uh do you want to do a sign off i don't know <laughs> okay yeah i'll give us one of those sign offs hey cool um wow Whew. uh check us out on at sync floyd pod on twitter yeah uh you can email us uh, i think we're sync floyd pod at gmail.com try that see what you get i think that's right yeah. should have looked that up no that's right um yeah the show's on youtube as well i don't know yeah um and yeah i've been i've been gareth blackler yeah i've been james Barron. and um yeah we'll see you on the dark side of the moon on the dark side of the moon yeah